Hey everyone, and welcome to the One Piece podcast for the week of June 21st. Today we're joined by three special co-hosts. We have Ishtar. Hello. Uh, Funkatron. What's up? And Sketch. What's up, people? <laughs> and today we're going to have a, we have a lot of stuff to talk about since we didn't have any midweek podcasts. We're going to talk about the news. Uh, we'll tell you when it comes. Uh, manga recap for chapter 547. We're going to go through everything step by step again. Uh, per Sketch's request, we're going to talk about chap- uh, episode 405 again because I think it made everyone at least a little misty eyed. Um, then we'll discuss a lot of other stuff and we'll go into a flashback segment and review uh, Unlimited Adventure. So, with that, we'll get into the news segment. Okay, it's time for the news. Um, Sketch brought to my attention that uh, the Japanese anime uh, TV ranking from the Anime News Network, and we did pretty decent. Uh, we, we're fourth this week. Uh, One Piece got a 10.6 rating, uh, only being beat by Shin-chan, Maruko-chan, and Seize-san. Um, you think that we're doing okay? I mean, this is, we've been getting above 10 for the first time in a while, and we're beating Dragon Ball Kai by a lot. Nice. Very nice. Um, Japanese TV rankings have been lower lately overall, which is kind of disappointing. But to see One Piece remain in the top ten most weeks is very refreshing, especially when you look at its competition is those shows that have gone on for how many years most of the time? And they're the ones that families watch for a long time. So One Piece is the highest rated shonen, which speaks a lot because there's a whole lot of shonen out there. Yeah, and not only that, but it's been breaking 10 for the first time a lot recently. I mean, I used to always get a 9-something, but I think Kai as a lead-in has definitely helped a little. That certainly has. Yeah. Um, the other big piece of news, which uh, is that Viz's One Piece in the United States is number 10 on the, top, on the New York Times manga best-selling list for the week of June 7th. That's volume 21, so they're, they're still in the middle of Alabasta. But um, do we have any news on... If the, I, I heard they were trying to catch up, though, with the Japanese manga. If they announced that they were going to, quote, start running the more recent chapters, I'm not really sure what that means. It could mean, like, what just recently came out in Japan or what's going to be coming out in Japan at the time. There's really no telling. I'm hoping they do, like, a One Piece Nation like they've done with Naruto. Just, like, blitz yeah, out all the nice. volumes. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. One Piece manga on my shelf. Naruto's <laughs> pretty much already catched up. They don't need to focus on that anymore. Uh, no, not as many people care, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's it for the news. We're going to go right into the manga recap. Okay, everyone, it's time to go into chapter 547. It's a big chapter, and we're going to go right into it. And we're going to go over every little inch of the manga chapter and then discuss what we all thought about it. Um, we're going to start um, with the first page. Um, Sketch, do you want to go into uh, what you think about Nami? 
I think that's a mighty fine picture of Nami there on the Shonen Jump cover. Very cute. <laughs> Not ashamed to admit it. Uh, I guess you I shouldn't be. I wish I was Chopper in that pic. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't look that happy. Luffy, Luffy looks like Mario there with the red and blue. <laughs> I, I like yeah. the blue, though. I mean, a lot Different. of people, a lot of people have been complaining about it, but I like, I, I like the darker blue better. But yeah, the darker blue looks better. Yeah, and we I haven't. I think we can do it at that angle there. Well, they've been doing that a lot. Remember the one with the tree? Yeah. I, I don't even know what that was. Frankie's riding the rainbow. They're all riding the rainbow. Super. <laughs> and Zoro's just taking a nap like he always does. Well, if only oh, yeah. he could. If only His he could fall. Actually, open though. I know, it's because he can't fall asleep with the loud colors. The loud colors. Exactly. Um, okay, what do you guys think of the color spread? I mean, this is a very different color spread, to say the least. Very colorful. I mean, that's not bad. It reminds me of the, uh, of the Boss Luffy episodes. Yeah, I, I, it's it's cool though. I mean, I like being able to see Eva and uh, and Mister Three again, and all all of these characters we either haven't seen colored or haven't seen in a long time colored. Mm-hmm. I only have one thing to say. Yes. I hope, I hope this is a, this is the new uh, Straw Hat group. <laughs> you want to get rid of the old one? <laughs> hope they don't. Hope they don't replace the originals. Okay. Um, yeah, that would be absurd. Yeah, I don't think there are... Well, I guess there are no women in it. <laughs> it depends what your definition is, I guess. <laughs> well, well, I have a good... Uh, take care of that. No problem. Eva could take care of that, no problem, yeah. Yeah. They could all become women. And especially if that uh, Arlong Park joke, or whoever did that joke, if uh, oh, Luffy gosh. becomes a woman. That was brilliant. That was. Oh, yes, I, that was. That was a twist. I have to admit, I kind of believed that for a while. Yeah, I, I did is just crazy enough. Yeah, it, it made sense, and it fit perfectly in what they were doing. Yeah. Because she turned that, you, you're, I'm like, oh, that, I mean, they hinted it in the last chapter, that makes sense. He'll turn into a woman for a while, escape, and then it'll go back. Also, with the knee, or does Bucky look like Vivi there with the hair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sort of. Not a great-looking Vivi. I like Crocodile's outfit there, though. It's really cool, I think. Yeah, that is a cool outfit. Yeah. Of course, he's he's boozing up there, because no, apparently he has no cigar. <laughs> he's eating a rice ball. That's a big one. Oh, uh, Luffy's? too honorable for him. Uh, his old samurai get looks too honorable. For Crocodile? <laughs> for Crocodile, yeah. Crocodile he's, acts he's honorable, though, but he isn't actually honorable. He pretends to be. And that's why he was a Shishibukai. Let's talk about the colors for the characters we've never seen colored before. Yeah, Eva, I, I was very surprised by that co- color for Eva. I was, ex- I was expecting something less... blue. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting something darker. Yeah, I, I was... or lighter. I mean, not quite there. I actually thought he was going to be blonde. I was a lot more surprised he by... Did. I was a lot more surprised by Inazuma. I thought that was going to be a nice black and white uh, separating yeah, thing. Crabchan. Yeah. I mean, no. Well, that, that makes sense now. He yeah. calls him Crabchan. He's orange. Yeah. Now, well, it also makes sense because he has like kind of clawish looking scissor hands sometimes. Uh-huh. 
That's gonna. That's all of that is gonna look awesomely, awesomely animated. I'm sure it'll be awesomely animated. Yes, it will. Yeah. Awesome. In, H- in HD. Also, do you think Jimbei looks too happy in that picture? <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, a little bit. It's not a bad thing, but he does. Oh, I just noticed Buggy's coming to pieces. Oh. You just noticed that? You just noticed that? Wow. Hey, I just noticed that. Well, it's it's good to point out in either case. Okay, uh, let's go to page three for the actual chapter now, since we've been talking about everything else for a little bit. Um, it goes right into where we left off. I mean, I think that's pretty cool. Um, and we see Magellan's new technique, I guess. I mean, what do you guys think about this fight? I mean, how you think it's going to look once it's animated, what it is right now? Oh, man. That'll be awesome. Yeah. That'll be epic, really. <laughs> I guess. Um... Yeah, so, I mean, we look into it, and we see he's kind of overwhelmed here um, by his new oh, power. Shitting. Yeah, that could apparently destroy the entire prison, which I don't know why he's willing to take that risk if he wants to keep everyone inside, but... Um, Mr. Three became pretty cool, I gotta say, even though it's not completely working here. It's surprising that he had any worth, I suppose. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious that Luke was just like, all right, just give me some, some gloves made out of your candle wax and I'll fight him. It's like, oh, <laughs> crap, that didn't work. <laughs> I mean, Mr. is not just some wise-cracking guy who's only in, like, one episode. I'm so surprised. They're going to cut out the Impel yeah. Downs arc, and then we won't know what happened before or after. It won't make any sense. <laughs> Did you know it's raining cats and dogs? I just stepped in a really big pool. <laughs> Why would you even say that? <laughs> it's not so even worth bad. repeating. Okay, so we go into a, a two-page spread, which I believe there are three of or four of in this chapter, but they're oh, really wow. awesome. That's huge. I know. I and it's not it's not Hydra. It's some skeletonish looking thing, which Brooke would I'm sure make some awful joke about. Um, well, considering it's something that will freaking kill everybody, yeah, I didn't expect it to be a big giant skeleton. <laughs> But, I mean, there was some dragon. Hydra was a mythical creature. Anyway, so we see everyone running away from the mythical... Or the, the giant skeleton-looking creature, which I did not catch the name. Oh, Hell's Judgment. Um, and prisoners being melted and such. And Mr. Three and Luffy saying how it's not going to do anything. I mean, any comments on Magellan's powers? I mean, they're crazy. They're super overpowered, but I guess... He- You'd kind of have to figure that he'd have to be to be in charge of this crazy jail that he uh-huh. just... Who, who could stop all the guys in this jail by themselves? That's a good point. I mean, there's there's so much that that, that, that guy has to do. But, I mean, I guess he had Shiryu, too. I mean, that's a team there uh-huh. of insanity. Although we don't really know what Shiryu could do, except that he has a big sword and made some deal with Blackbeard or something, and we haven't seen him since, and we might not see him since uh, since something happens at the end of this chapter that implies we might not be seeing Impel Down too much longer. Um, we cut to the main entrance with uh, Mr. Two uh, wondering how Straw Hat is doing, or Luffy's doing, I'm just reading something, that, um, and kind of wondering the situation and where Jimbei and Crocodile are and what exactly is going on. And that's pretty much all that happens on that page. But uh, then we get to the back to the battleships and see Crocodile kick a little bit of ass. Do you like Crocodile's new get-up, too? I mean, he, he looks a little bit different, and 
he's acting a little bit of the same, actually. Pretty much. Yeah. I just love, I, I just love when the sailors say, oh, we'll just knock him over, it'll be a piece of cake. <laughs> sure. <laughs> just, just knock him in the water. Mr. One and Crocodile aren't no- notorious in any sense of the word. No, no, not at all. <laughs> and then on the next page, we see Mr. One do kind of a Sanji-esque thing with his feet, except he has blades and for f- legs. It is. This is, once again, animated. This is all going to look insane. And I'm definitely looking forward to it. And then they finally recognize Mr. One <laughs> after all this time. And we see Buggy uh, kind of where Buggy is expected to be on the ground in blood. <laughs> and we also see Jimbei continue his awesome, like, bullets across the ocean, I guess you call them. I, I forgot what he called them. The and Something in Japanese, I assume. Um, pillars of water uh, across the boat. I'm, I'm being nonsensical here. Okay. That's a um, handy trick. It is a handy trick. Um, okay, and then we, and we see Jinbei kind of just acting all badass like he is, and then we cut back to Impel Down. Um, how do you, I mean, do you, do you think everything is making sense with the battleships and everything? I mean, I've noticed there are no higher ranked people as far as we know of on the ships. I mean, do you think they'd be stationing people there? I mean, does that make sense to you guys? It would have made more sense if they stationed some more powerful people, but they probably figured that... They might have everyone trying to fight Whitebeard. defenses could take care of it. Yeah. You mean the uh, comms bell. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And Magellan being... And Magellan. I forgot about Magellan. Yeah. I think Um, the most powerful people are probably up ahead in the other ships. Plus the whole Whitebeard thing, I guess. That whole war thing that's going on in the background. Yeah, Yeah, you know, that whole war, they they must have sent people off to take care of that. (laughs) True. And Ace's execution, I guess. Because that's where, um, I forgot which Vice Admiral. Not Momonga. That's gonna be a whole crowd turner. Yeah, that's definitely, I'm still, I kind of am hoping he dies, but I might, I might be alone on that. Yeah, you are, man. Ace is way too cool. I mean, Ace is awesome, but it would move the story. Or at least that Luffy thinks he's dead or something. Like, something. it'll really move the story, I feel well, not like. not like it's going to take much for Luffy to think he's dead. He'll go Super Saiyan. <laughs> He'll be so annoyed. Gear He'll go fifth. Super Gear. Super Gear. Super Gear first. Second. Or Gear fourth, fourth Gear. I mean, if he's a car, he got. he's still got a bunch left. Um, anyway, we go, we go back to Impel Down and... Uh, Mr. Uh, three and Luffy catch up to him, and on a if you look on page ten, it's just this very cool running away scene, which animated is just gonna look insane. I assume. I mean, you could see the action and the movement in it. I mean, it's hard to really convey on the page, but I think it's gonna look really cool. It's like, cool. hey, it's Straw Hat! Holy crap! <laughs> what the hell is behind him? You, you know what? This would be so. This would be so awesome if they animated it like uh, Zatch Bell does it all the time when they're running. You know, the big huge eyes and the tears like flowing out and whatnot. Don't mention that. They'll cancel the manga. <laughs> <laughs> they better not. <laughs> no kidding. I want to buy, I especially want to buy the CP9 ones when those come out. But you guys should be buying all of them. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway, all of a sudden on the next page we see a wink. Uh, so I guess somehow uh, Eva survived everything. I, I I hope they offer an explanation, and she 
uh, or he, uh, rises up a level, um, and we see a giant head go above the floor to the, to the entrance, and surprising everyone there. Uh, that'll also look pretty interesting animated, to say the least. (laughs) This will be quite the epic episode, whenever it happens. Yeah, that's, if they're doing the chapter and episode thing, which I hope they continue to do for the most part, except the really crazy action episodes. Um, this will be insane. Even for an episode, this chapter, we're, we're only up to page, tw- like, 11 or 12, and so much has happened. Anyway, there was a little bit of something happening that I also wanted to ask you guys. When we first see Eva speaking, it's, it, she seems like she kind of has an idea of what's going on, but the next time we see her on, uh, I guess it's a little while later, page 14, 15... Uh, she doesn't, I don't know if it's a translation thing, but he doesn't know, uh, who Luffy is. That might be because he just did Gear 3rd, though, I'm actually thinking now. But I'm not sure if Eva is completely recovered, is what I'm thinking, from Magellan's attack. I, I think it's probably some amnesia. Yeah. Which would be, I don't know, an interesting plot device, I guess. Maybe cliche, but... Probably the whole poison thing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm going to go back to page 12 again. That was just something that occurred to me when I was reading it. Anyway, we see, uh, Eva being welcomed back, I guess, after blasting through the bottom of the floor. And then, uh, Straw Hat and Jinbei, whilst continuing to run from Magellan, all of this is happening at the same time, like all these massive explosions. We see Straw Hat and Mr. Three running toward everyone, and we hear Jinbei talking over the, uh, Denden Mushi, which I hope there's one that looks like Jinbei. Um, and we, uh, and we see them talking with each other about how, how Luffy has to jump into the ocean once he's, once he's, uh, up to, once he passes where he, once he gets out of Impel Down. Sorry, it's not really that late, but I can't speak apparently. I mean, uh, Luffy is surprisingly trusting here just because I guess he's a friend of, friend of Ace, but I guess, would that mean that Luffy would fight for Whitebeard in the war? I mean, would he trust everyone Ace trusts? I don't think so. Yeah. I think it's more of a case-by-case basis. And he really likes Jimbei. And I mean, he is awesome, as we'll later find out in this chapter, if you haven't found mm-hmm. out by this point. Yes, Jimbei awesome. is indeed awesome. Yeah. I right. don't think he'd want to side with Whitebeard. Yeah. Because he'd probably consider Whitebeard an enemy. That's true, that's true. Because Whitebeard's probably trying to achieve much what Luffy's trying to achieve. That's a good that's point. True. Mr. Three's bad-mouthing Jinbei the whole time, though. Kind of cursing him as a government dog. Which Mr. Three kind of was by association with Crocodile, but... Yeah. Um, anyway, we go to the bottom of the page and see Hell's Judgment in full form. And it's kind of like... I hate to relate, relate it to Bleach. I forget what captain. I think it's the seventh team captain, where he kind of controls the bigger person in his bankai and, you know, kind of like that. Um, and he's doing that with his poison monster. Um, and then we see a very cool giant stamp from, uh, Luffy on the next page. It's a two-page spread again, but with wax behind the stamp as, like, a cleat, which I think is really awesome. I mean, what do you, I mean, anime, that's gotta look good. It's gotta look epic. It's gotta look awesome. And then Luffy goes all small again, and then (laughs) talks with Eva, which is... Uh, it's a funny side effect, but it makes sense. I, I like it. It's I've always liked that about Gear Third. 
I mean, you can't have an awesome power without having a side effect. I mean, that was the problem with DBZ, I guess. <laughs> anyway, um, so we see we see uh, Magellan chasing them, and then we see uh, the and then they ask for uh, Eva to wink her way out of there, so to speak, and they fly out into the ocean in another two-page spread. I believe that is two two-page spreads in a row, which I don't think we see that often. And no. then. And then something rumbles underwater, and I expect to hear the Jaws music when we do this in the, the anime. <laughs> All three of you are doing that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then we see, I guess, as... um, Actually, I believe these are three two-page spreads in a row. Yeah, it is. Three two-page yeah. spreads in a row. <laughs> Holy cow. That is insane. Normally, I would not condone that, but we have so many cool spreads. I mean, the second two-page one only has, like, a mini big one with Eva going in the water, and it's kind of still incomprehensible. I do not know what's going on there, except for a hand, a giant hand reaching out of Impel Down. But then we see a bunch of, let's call them fish for the moment, um, <laughs> uh, swimming below the battleships, toward Luffy, and we find out that Jinbei had called out the whale sharks, the biggest fish in the ocean, to save Luffy and company, and we see the normal awesome from Luffy <laughs> commenting on the whale sharks, and um, him calling the whale sharks awesome because they are awesome. Um, and that is how the chapter happened. Uh, what did you guys think? I'm sorry, I just got, I just gotta say that the whale sharks, so freaking awesome yes they're all so happy looking I, I'm, I'm confused about that since they're in uh, the calm belt but I'm assuming Jaroon! <laughs> well, the calm belt is notorious for having so many big creatures yeah but I assume these are just regular whale sharks I don't think these are sea kings I, because whale sharks they're are pretty, huge they look pretty damn big <laughs> I mean we don't really know if they're sea kings but I'm, I'm well, gonna assume they're not the size of that's that's a good point. I mean, look how small Luffy is on top of that whale. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but whale sharks are pretty enormous as is. I, I'd imagine the biggest fish in the ocean to be even bigger if it were a sea king. Like, enormous. Like, because I, don't think these are, are, I don't think these are our daddy's whale sharks. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah. They're probably bigger than normal whale sharks, but I don't know if they're sea kings. Because remember, like, back when they were going to the Grand Line and they got caught up in the calm belts? I mean, the going Mary was just this little thing on top of them. If that's how big Luffy is, you have to imagine the going Mary would be many, many times bigger. So I think they're just regular, very large, but regular whale sharks. Yeah, probably. Still, should be a way to get through the comp belt. <laughs> it is a very nice way to get through the comp belt, yes. I'm sure they could do it. I'm not saying they can't get through it. I've been noticing this recently when I'm reading the manga, and on the last page there's always this little, like, narration note at the end. I don't like know. In this one, it's he really is, and it's like I just I listen to that. In my head, it's like he really is. <laughs> I don't know if those are put in by the translators or from the actual from Shonen Jump. I'm going to guess it's the translators, but that is how I would imagine it to sound. It's the DVD announcer. <laughs> no, from like the dragon. Yeah, that's what I was exactly how I was imagining. On the last piece of One Piece. <laughs> on the last piece of One Piece, will Luffy and Deep Fall Down find out on the next episode of One Piece? 
You guys should all be narrators for Dragon Ball Z. You all have what's... Um, uh, <laughs> but what did you... Um, I'm, I'm not even going to go there. Um, so do you guys think this is the conclusion of the Impel Down arc? Do you think we're going to see Magellan anymore anytime soon? I mean, where do you think Magellan this is leading? doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would just take this sitting down. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, he's a freaking devil freezer. He's not going to be able to cross yeah. the ocean unless, unless he gets a boat. I mean, and since he's poison, he can't go on a whale shark without completely destroying it, I guess. Very true. Yeah. I mean, where, where are we going from here, do you think? Do you think Magellan is going to be able to catch them at this point? Or, I mean, eventually he's going to. I mean, Magellan is, I assume, extraordinarily pissed right now. I mean, he, unless he has a boat on there and impel down, he's... It might take him a while. It's possible. Well, you he know, might, he, he can't touch things without damaging them, can't he? Yeah, I, I mean, he's a Paramecia user, I assume. I don't think he's a Logia user, so I think he can. But I don't know if he will, or if he, or if yeah, he's capable forget. of getting on there. Because they don't jumped on. It's Jimbei controlling the whales. He can't control the whales. Well, he's not controlling the whale sharks, but he's calling them and, like, asking hey, them. He's, he has he's, the power to communicate. He's yeah. calling an Aquaman. Yes, that's exactly yeah, that's what, what he's doing. But he's, but, but cooler. Yeah, way cooler. <laughs> How could you be that's cooler than Aquaman? Aquaman? A fat fish guy is cooler than you. How could you be cooler than Aquaman, Sketch? That's impossible. Really easily. I'm cooler than <laughs> I think all of us are actually cooler than Aquaman. <laughs> Who are we offending? You're you're laughing like we're really offending a real person here. I guess the creator of Aquaman. You guys can't all talk at the same time. It can't work that way. Anyway, did you did you think it was okay that we had? I'm going to say five double page uh, things here. I mean, it, it's not bleach, so we're not just seeing a swath of black across the page, but. I guess maybe they could have gotten more out of this chapter if they didn't have that many two-page spreads. But I think they were trying to get to a certain point in this chapter. I mean, they were trying to, okay, let's get them out of Impel Down. And, like, Oda was like, that's all I want to happen in this chapter. Because I have a lot more planned down the line or something. Or, like, to end it smoothly and not in the middle of two arcs or something. I don't know. I think you probably just wanted to give a grander scope on every scene. Yeah, these cinematically, even the one-page ones, like, I believe the one where they're running away is a one-page one. And, oh, and, and uh, Mr. One doing that Sanji kick, too. I mean, all of that looks extremely grand on one page, I think. So I think it's going to look, either way, this is going to look amazing animated. I can't imagine this not looking amazing animated. Um, do you guys have any other thoughts? Should I take that as a no, or is Someone say something. <laughs> I think we're good. Okay, I'm gonna have to cut. I'm I'm gonna have to cut all that out, by the way, or I'll leave it in, and people would be extremely confused. Okay, with that, <laughs> with th with that, we're going into the anime recap section for episode four hundred and five. everyone we're discussing anime episode 405 and i specifically want to know how sketch felt about this well 
I have to say, it's, it's definitely one of the more emotionally weighted episodes in the whole series, which is saying something with One Piece, because there's been several episodes that I got teary-eyed on. I'm not really sure what it is, but even though these characters look so unrealistic, <laughs> and the stories are so out there, for whatever reason, I think it's mostly the acting and the music and the sound effects, good mixing on that part, yeah. that it just brings it to life for me. And I honestly care more about these characters than I do about any other character in fiction. Really? Yeah. Like, oh man, I cried for the boat. The boat! <laughs> yeah. It's just a boat! That's a thing to do. Yeah, I, I think I was. That, that definitely was one of those scenes I was crying more over. <laughs> Yeah, that was so weird. What the hell was that? My tears look like eggs. <laughs> Sanji, cook them. <laughs> that is what I expected to hear next. Um, but that I mean, we piece broke the fourth wall. <laughs> no kidding. Um, <laughs> now I'm just thinking about egg tears. Um, you could crack them over a pan. Um. But, I I mean, yeah, I mean, and there were a lot of intensely emotional scenes in One Piece. I mean, like, Nami's mom getting shot, and, or, I mean, sent to the dungeon, I'm sorry. And, um... Do not indulge for kids. Oh, but it's so funny. It's just so hilarious. I'm, I'm not saying it's right or good or any of those things, but it is hilarious. My, my one thought with that is, well, couldn't she just visit her in the dungeon? I mean, she works for Arlong. Shh. It's not possible. It's not possible. She's in... She's in Impel Down. They'll never be able to get to Impel Down. Ever. Never. Yeah. It will never happen. And they'll, ne they'll never meet this Mr. Three again. No. That won't... None of that will happen. We're not spoiling anything right now. Anyway. So, um, I guess we should about talk about the episode. Four, oh, five, yeah. Yeah. Um, when I was watching this... It really late at night, and I, I just saw it pop, it was like, oh, sweet, 405. So, I'm watching it, and I hadn't actually read this chapter before. I read it a couple of days afterwards to see how it compared, and I think if I had read the chapter before, the chapter would have got me more than the episode. But in this case, the episode got me way more than the chapter. In fact, the chapter almost felt anticlimactic in comparison. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely know what you mean. I feel like if I didn't read any of the manga, that episode would have done something to me. But it didn't, because I did. Yeah. Well, I also knew what was going to happen, generally what was going to happen, and that nobody was going to be in danger or anything. Right. Uh, yet, for whatever reason, once again, the acting and the sound effects and not so much music, because there really wasn't any music, which yeah. was very interesting stylistically. I liked it a lot, though. I mean, it was it's such a departure from, like, I guess the Funimation dub of DBZ originally with Bruce Falconer in the background every ten seconds. Oh, yeah, something, anything quiet happens and you hear... <laughs> oh, my God, he's transforming. I can tell by the music. Anyway, <laughs> which is all the time. It's the same song over and over again. So, when I was watching this... Yeah. As it... As it gradually went from first Zoro disappears, which happened in the previous episode, and then Usopp disappears, and then Brooke, and then more and more people disappeared. 
I didn't really start getting really emotional until Nami was yelling out to Luffy because I'm a Nami fanboy. What can I say? <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty understandable, actually. I, I value that that friendship very much so in One Piece. Yeah. But as as you could actually feel the anguish that Luffy was going through as everyone started disappearing. As you could see that he was getting more desperate and more angry and more frustrated every time someone left. Yeah. And he would try to attack and there was absolutely nothing he could do. And you think, well, what would you do if all of your friends were disappearing and there was nothing you could do about it? Yeah, I, I you could, when he was pounding on the ground uh, toward the end of the episode, I did not expect to see that after the manga. That is the part that probably got me most. I'm like, what is he doing? I've, I've never, you've never seen that character so broken down. And if you've ever seen movie six, which is, if I, if I suggest any movie to see, it would be that movie. Um, it's a lot of that theme, but not even that intensely. I mean, I guess since it's the actual series, they put a lot more intensity into it. And I really, I really like that. One of the parts I like about one piece is characters grow in this series. It's not, it's not stagnant. They're, they're growing emotionally, physically, and here they're really growing as characters toward each other. And this is this is something that even though they're all separated the cast, it shows how intensely together they need to be, I think. What really got me sorry to interrupt, but what really got me about the episode was when Luffy was the one who told everybody to run. Yeah. Because normally he's he's the guy who jump, who jumps in, takes butt, asks questions later, but and Nami's, Nami or one of the other guys tells them to, you know, to retreat. But he was Usopp, you mean. Usopp, you mean. Yeah, Usopp. <laughs> Usopp and Nami are normally the two who tell everybody to retreat, but he was the one to tell everybody to get the heck out of there, so that, you know, there was something wrong when he when he's the one telling them to do that. Feel free to interrupt, by the way. Interruptions are good. As long as we're not all talking over each other. Um, any other thoughts, though, uh, Sketch, about episode 405? I liked how the anime kind of went through how he met all of them. Well, not necessarily how he met all of them, but significant moments in their companionship. What did you think about the ordering of those clips, though? I mean, they were a little... They went reverse chronologically and back and forth a little. I mean, yeah, I liked it. was it. kind of odd. I thought it was weird that they didn't show Robin get on the ship, but I guess that's yeah. not really a significant point. I guess. And I also thought it was weird that they didn't show... Zoro on his uh, on his cross. Yeah, but that once again. I guess that's not really that important because Zoro was just like, okay, yeah, I'll go with you. But if I ever don't get to achieve my dream, I'm holding it to you. Right. And then when he fights Mihawk, and he's broken down for the first time, realizing that he couldn't do anything to beat that guy. This is the kind of moment that Luffy is having now. That's a really good what parallel. Was feeling there. Right. I actually like that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what a lot of these clips were, were not just binding them, but also portraying what Luffy is really thinking here. And I think it's probably the best use of flashback, or the best time for flashback we've had in this series, considering that wasn't in the manga, really. But mm -hmm. it seemed very appropriate. And I like the reverse chronology, because it kind of showed how it seemed together from the beginning. I mean, when you hit to, like, Nami, for example, when you go all the way back to that, I mean, that then you realize exactly how momentous this event is. Mm -hmm. 
And I and it definitely shows exactly how significant this episode is. Not just emotionally, but pivotal to the plot, I mean. You've seen what happened since. Um, any other thoughts? I think that, that pretty much wraps it up. I was after I saw it, I was just like, Whoa, that was awesome. That's <laughs> why I love One Piece. The animation was I yeah. it was iffy but really good at times, I thought. Like with Chopper, Monster Chopper, I remember it being very good. I mean, 404, I think, was one of the best animated episodes of the series, but that was great. Funk, I know you just watched it before we uh, started recording, but do you have any thoughts since you just watched it? It's fresh. Uh, I really liked the episode. It really, it really tugged a lot of heartstrings. It didn't, it probably didn't touch me as much since I already read the chapter, like, before, and a couple, like, a couple months back, but still, it really, it had me misty-eyed. Especially okay. when they did the whole, fl- the whole flashback thing, that really got to me. Yeah. I mean, that definitely shows something that they could still do that, even though you know what's going to happen. Okay. Um, with that, I think we'll uh, go into the uh, flashback segment. And today we're going to have a sketch do something special with the Captain Buggy arc. Okay, it's been a while since we've done our last flashback segment. I believe it was the first episode. But we're uh, since we have three special guests here, uh, I thought we'd do uh, the Captain Buggy arc, which I, in my opinion is definitely one of the better of the early arcs. Um, it's nice and short, too, so I, I, I appreciate short stories. Um, uh, this arc covers the time between um, the Captain Morgan arc and the Captain Kura arc, both of which are not as fantastic. Um, or flashy, I'm sorry. Um, and it discusses, it mostly goes into Luffy, um, Nami, who's not really a full crew member at this time, and Zoro, uh, landing on an island that's being kind of oppressed at the time by Captain Buggy and his crew, and who like exploding things, and it's a, they are a clown-themed pirate gang, and they, uh, I don't know why I said gang there, um, and they're... Mo- and they're most and uh, Luffy, sorry, and Luffy uh, saves the town pretty much from Buggy. And what what did you guys think of this arc overall? Uh, I'll start with Sketch. I love this arc. I think it's probably my favorite in the earlier One Piece stories because Buggy is such an entertaining character, and flashily entertaining. It, yes, flashily entertaining character, <laughs> and. It also has the first moment in which, I guess you could say Kobe had the first moment in which Luffy does kind of a serious speech. But that, that's a good when point. When he's talking to the dog, that's, it, it's a little absurd, but he's having his, his first moment of, I understand your dream, I'll fight for your dream. Yeah, it is definitely one of the first times. I mean, you see it even in the Captain Kerr arc with Kobe, but... Um... Yeah, I, I like being able to see serious Luffy. That's why I didn't like a lot of the first saga, because we don't see that much serious Luffy, and he's the best. But um, we see it, we do see him in, in the Captain Buggy arc. That dog was pretty awesome. And that dog was pretty awesome. Yes, it was. <laughs> Except for when it ate the key, that, that wasn't very nice. No, and extraordinarily frustrating, since Luffy always gets trapped in things. 
throughout. One thing I notice is I, I feel like Zoro puts up with a little bit too much at this point. Right. It's like what what normal person would put up with all this crap. <laughs> Zoro's <laughs> like, not a normal. Me, Zoro, you're in a cage. <laughs> what the hell? Who gets stuck in a cage? What pirate captain gets stuck in a cage? But I'm. I mean, Zoro's not any ordinary person either. We've learned. I I mean, what did you th- guys think of the antagonists of this arc, namely Buggy and his crew, which definitely do not stay away after this arc. No. Buggy is one of my favorite villains of the show. I have to say. Yeah, I think he's Oda's favorite villain. It's entirely possible. <laughs> Since to play favorites with him, he's shown up more than any other villain so far, hasn't he? Um, He's pretty much the Emperor Pilaf of the series. <laughs> Emperor Pilaf. He's a lot better than Emperor Pilaf. Ish. This is true. Yeah. Well, if I recall correctly, uh, he and Pilaf teamed up in the cross. Yeah, yeah. You're right. That doesn't surprise me at all. I love that. I love. I love that cross epic. That that's fantastic. Um. And a, and a lot better henchman too. Buggy, yeah. The Plus, he's evolved. We assume Buggy is stronger now i mean he seems like he probably is yeah and he's got some new stuff he was showing uh but let's not talk about that because that hasn't happened yet <laughs> I mean, actually guys we we have a fourth guest oh who? Sitting, sitting in with me uh i think he has a, a few words to say uh captain buggy what would you like to say about this arc well, I hate that straw hat. I hate him so much. This was when I met him the first time. And I hated him even back then. But I don't think this was my flashliest moment. Not really. That came later. But we'll talk about that another time. But that... Nami, I hate her too. I hate all of them. Fantastic. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I was You're not... You're welcome, and thanks for the compliments, kitties. Your special guest is incredibly disturbing. Seriously. <laughs> um. Anyway, on that note. Um. Yeah, um. Yeah. So anyway, I I completely have lost my train of thought. Thank you very much. Well, I I I, I do think it's important to note the uh, the sidekicks. Yes. Are pretty amusing here. I. You know, Emoji and Kabadji are a little laughable, but <laughs> at the time, they seemed like decent threats. That's true. All of them seemed like decent threats at the time. Buggy especially, since he had a pretty decent power, and he still does. And yet that fight was so pathetic. That's true. <laughs> that is one of the big problems. And it moves very slowly, that arc, even though it's short. Yeah, I think the flashback is what kind of dragged it a little too much, but that was an amusing story. Oh, which flashback? The one with the town? Or the one with the Shanks? Because the Shanks flashback is Shanks. pretty pivotal. Yeah, uh, it's quite pivotal. <laughs> I, I like and that flashback. Too, the, yeah, yeah. As much as I enjoy Luffy talking to the dog, that kind of yeah. drags things out more than it needs to be. That's definitely true. I, I I think I think it was cool to tie things in with Shanks and Buggy because then you knew Buggy had to be an important character even if we you know tied him up in a ball at the end of this arc very quickly, but um it is it's an important arc and do you guys have any other opinions about it Funk or Ish or Sketch I guess any of you. <laughs> well, it's been a while since I've read or seen it, but it, 
pretty fun arc. I like I, I love Boogie and I, I really liked his crew, especially Mo, especially uh Richie Richie. Oh, Richie's the I best. Think Richie, Richie, I think it's my favorite character out of the uh, the Buggy Pirates. When we go into the Buggy side story recap, we'll definitely talk about Richie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Richie's... Like, yeah, go on, sorry. I, I like that it it kind of sets the standard for One Piece. Yeah. Once, Because, you know, beyond that point, it it is fairly formulaic and it follows the same kind of storyline often enough. But this kind of sets the standard for the emotion... The absurdity, the fighting. If not in this arc, the Arlong arc, I think, are definitely two very good oh, early yeah, examples. Oh, definitely the Arlong arc. The Arlong yeah. arc is when things get serious. Which is why I like that arc so much. But uh, of the of the arcs pre-Arlong arc, this is by far the best. I mean, I don't even think it compares to... Well, Barbarate is okay. Barbarate has its money. Yeah. was kind of slow. I mean, except for um, Mihawk and such. I think, I think yeah, this right. is... This is definitely, it's a nice, small, but good, I mean, it does move pretty slowly, but it's a it's a nice, short, good arc, I think, with some, some of the best antagonists we get in the series, definitely. Um, so, uh, if that's it for that uh, segment, I think we're going to go right into the Piece Together segment, where we're going to talk about the Amazon Lily arc. Okay, everyone, we are talking about the Amazon Lily arc to piece things together, so to speak. Um, stupid, stupid pun. But um, it starts with chapter 514, Mushrooms Growing Out of Your Body Shroom, which is a fantastic title for a chapter. And this, uh, I think it's a good thing that we're discussing this arc since it comes directly after chapter 405, and we're not going to get to see what happens for another two or three weeks. So I think it's... A really cool idea to get right into this. So, sketch, tell us your opinions, what, or general recap of the arc, whatever you want to talk about. So, I remember, I think last year, my buddy Robus was telling me little bits and pieces about this storyline after right. Kuma sends everyone away. Right. And I found it relatively amusing at the time when he told me, but I just didn't have the time to look into it. So, after I saw 405, I thought, well, I've been reading the Impel Down. <laughs> manga maybe i should go back and read this amazon lily arc <laughs> which i've heard various things about okay so we get right into it and luffy's flying through the air and this is just classic luffy he's flying through the air thinking why am i flying through the air land? <laughs> this is boring i'm wondering why he's not sleeping why is it he did sleep he did well, sleep he did for a time i guess yeah <laughs> he probably got hungry yeah, he must have been really hungry. I mean, first he's just yelling about everyone. Yeah, he is sleeping because you could see the bubble. I can't wait to see that in the anime because okay. Tanaka's just going to make it so amusing. Oh, we know who's... Whiny, uh... Whiny Luffy is the best. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's true. It is true. So he finally lands after a little bit of whining. <laughs> and he starts eating mushrooms because it's the first thing he sees and he's hungry. Because he's Luffy. So he starts eating mushrooms. And he has he been flying up. for three days. Sorry to interrupt, but 
Yeah. I'd be hungry after that. <laughs> yeah, probably. But would you be hungry enough to eat the mushrooms you find on the ground? He also eats a giant boar. Well, that is true. No, he doesn't realize they're poisonous or anything, because when he was well, in the woods... Yeah, but when he was in the woods, he used to do that with, with his grandfather and Ace all the time. Yeah, that's that's funny how they mentioned that. Yeah. Just every now and then he mentions something about... Which I wish we saw a prequel. I just want to see that prequel of him in the jungle with Ace and his grandfather. Because his grandfather is a sadistic man. That is definitely one way to put it. <laughs> it would be very amusing. To that's see why that. Dragon is who he is. I'd assume. No <laughs> but so go on. So now he eats the mushrooms and they give him different effects, which is amusing. And then he eats the ones that cause mushrooms to grow out of your body, which is a really absurd idea. Yeah. It's a mushroom that makes mushrooms. Amazons. I, and Sanji wishes he was here. Yeah, oh, yeah he wishes he was anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere else. That's a good point. Then the land where... People have the heart of maidens. <laughs> it's also called Hell, I believe. Yes. But go on. I thought he fell down was called Hell. No. I, I, you don't know Hell, Funk. You don't know Hell. I don't know Hell. <laughs> Sanji knows so, Hell. So he gets picked up by these Amazons, and they think he's one of the villagers, so they, they treat his wounds, and they're pulling all the mushrooms off, and they're thinking, well, that sounds painful. <laughs> but I guess take it they burnt it off. Him. I believe they burnt some of them off. They plucked them off and then they burnt off the stems. <laughs> yeah. The stems. All right, all right, that was and it. And then they're was. giving him a bath. They're giving him a bath. <laughs> How like, awful. Publicly. How publicly. awful. And, and they found one more mushroom, I remember. They found one more mushroom and they tried <laughs> pulling it off. And I'm sitting there reading this thinking, Oda, you are one silly guy. <laughs> silly is definitely the word here. You, this... This is hilarious. I, I love that about One Piece. Even though it can be so serious at times, every now and then it, it's just genuinely funny. Yeah, that's true. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Me too. And then Luffy wakes up after they realize that he's a man. <laughs> he's, he's what? Basically. No, he's not a man. You're lying to me. He's voiced by a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Touche. <laughs> so he wakes up, and this is another great moment of Luffy. He wakes up, he's... Pretty much naked besides bandages. <laughs> and the first thing he notices is, oh, I don't have my hat. You have my hat. Give me my hat. There, I'm good now. <laughs> he is a I'm caveman. Naked in bandages. Yes. And women are looking at me. I want my hat. That Shanks gave me. And then he finally realizes that he's naked after everybody starts talking about his balls. <laughs> yeah, he had a whole conversation first before he I'm even like cared. The official translation of that's gonna go. Were the anime release, or if it ever, if if Toonami existed and it was on Cartoon Network? Well, I I just mean in a dub or even in Viz's manga translation. Yeah. Like, I wonder what's in those balls. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> don't don't yeah, they're rubber. attached to me. They're do not rubber. do not rip rip them. There's yeah. rubber in those balls. They're my rubber balls. Well, we well we know his penis is rubber. Unfortunately, we had to learn that. <laughs> they said it. It's uh, like does that everything cool. stretch. Yeah. It stretches too. <laughs> it just keeps stretching. Isn't that the best part of it? Okay, we got to stop this. We're supposed to be a clean <laughs> podcaster. Um, <laughs> I I have to change this to explicit apparently. But continue. <laughs> oh, keep it clean. <laughs> so. He's, he's 
uh, I lost my train of thought. So he, he finally decides that he needs some clothes. So they give him some clothes. And this this is another great Luffy moment when he realizes that there's there's frills on it and he hates it. And I think, wow, Luffy actually has fashion sense. I not, have no idea. Not only that, but he knows what is manly and not. <laughs> Maybe. He is onto the ways of the world, apparently. He's still wearing that effeminate hat. Do you mean the straw one? <laughs> That was a reference to something. I, I did not get that. I'm ashamed yeah, to say, but go on. Yeah, so he, he gets his clothes, and then he, he breaks out when he realizes that they're going to try and kill him, because apparently men aren't allowed on the Amazon island, as is typically in fiction. Gasp. <laughs> Gasp. <laughs> so, so he steals one of them away. And, of course, Luffy has a moment of, hey, we're not enemies, we can be friends. And at first the character is, no, no, we can't be friends, and then eventually they warm up to him, because he's Luffy. Of course. Because Luffy can be friends with anybody. That, that We have learned that later on, yes. <laughs> Generally speaking. <laughs> yeah. If, if he's forced to be friends with them, he will definitely be friends with them. Or if he sees someone, he'll be friends with them. Like Buggy. I don't, I don't understand that relationship at all. But go on. <laughs> and then there's, there's a whole lot of details that I'm probably going to glance over. That's fine. But eventually, uh, the, the lady of the island, Boa Hancock, <laughs> Ebe Hime-sama, shows up, and they inform her that there is... No, they don't inform her. They, they try to hide the fact that he's there so they can kill him before she shows up. Kill, kill the man. Chaos. <laughs> but of course, Luffy gets away, and then he's he's climbing on the castle. And what should happen? But he falls in while she's taking a bath. Uh, this sounds like something more out of I don't know any other Naruto. anime or sure Naruto. But I, go I on. think Oda might be Oda might be reading Naruto lately or something. His wife might be out of the uh, country for a bit or something. <laughs> Just wait till she comes back and reads the chapter. What did you do? What did you do? What did you do? I can't believe you wrote this smut. It's like you didn't let me do the thing in Alabama. Come on, <laughs> let me do this. <laughs> I made Nami's breasts bigger. What else do you want from me? Ed Ed says at least that that's why they're that uh, Nami's breasts got bigger because his wife apparently has that. But anyway. Keep going. <laughs> I had to learn that fact. Isn't his wife someone who was a Nami cosplayer? It's possible. Maybe maybe that's why Nami's breasts are getting bigger. Because he's married to Nami. And maybe that's why she's also naggy. No, not a cosplayer, but she was actually in a in a stage show. Yeah, in a stage show. There you go. A stage yeah. show of One Piece? Yeah, oh yeah, there's plenty of that stuff. I, I know yeah. that I know they have a bleach one. I didn't know they had a one piece one actually. I am ashamed to say I did not know that. Oh and that's why and that's why Oda's so awesome. <laughs> that's Oda why Oda is awesome. Because he can marry one of his fans. <laughs> yes, and she and, and she can suggest that to make her mommy's boobs bigger and he says okay. Good for him. Good for good him. Good for him. And good for us too. Style choice, yeah. Well, everyone's breasts got bigger, I guess, at one point. I mean, Robin's... We're getting way off 
off topic. No, we're talking about Amazon Lily, and breasts are, of course, are going to come into play. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> so, then Luffy sees the uh, thing that they don't want anyone else to see, which we later find out is actually a slave symbol, but Luffy mistakes it for the symbol that was on Hachi's head. And once again, Oda has one of those moments of, I'm building a world. <laughs> Where I have had this since the beginning of the series with Arlong, and you just haven't noticed. Because I was re-watching the Arlong arc, arc, and all those sun symbols are all over the place. But go on. Yes, they are. Yeah. It's cool that he built that all in. It's insane. And, and this is an interesting thing to note. Uh, I was talking about this with Rolvis, and he and I came up with the theory that the reason why Arlong had a symbol that he branded on his men was for the same reason that everyone had a symbol when they were slaves to the Ten Ryubi. How do you mean? Well, it's it's something that he basically learned from, most oh. likely from the experience. Like, well, if... If they can have slaves, oh, oh, yeah. I want slaves too. That makes sense. Arlong is kind of a I don't jackass. Think it's so much. Uh, this this is the pride of my uh, my group. This is you are my slave. Especially <laughs> in the case of Nami. Yeah, mostly Nami, with that with that tattoo before she got a change to the pinwheel orange thing. Um, go on, talking about other things. <laughs> yeah. So now. Luffy gives them a stir, and they decide, well, let's just execute him and be done with it. But of course, that doesn't go according to plan. Why not? How could that not go according to plan? It's Luffy's Luffy. Uh, keep forgetting. And How does he, that keep tricking me? He, he ends up uh, preventing some... He ends up preventing what could ruin the lives of the Gorgon sisters. You want to, and also we get really introduced a lot more. I mean, this whole saga we've been getting introduced to ambition, hockey, whatever you want to call it. And this saga, yeah. apparently, everyone at Amazon Lily has that. And apparently, Luffy does too. And it's special hockey or special ambition. He is the king's hockey. He has loads of ambition. Loads of ambition. It's the what was it, Hokuhashi? The King's Disposition, as a chapter is called? Disposition, I think that's what it was called, yeah. I mean, I wish, I, I want to learn more about this, but we haven't learned anything other than if you stare at people really hard, it makes them scared and foam at the mouth. <laughs> it's the rabies stare. I think, I think Shanks has it too. No, we know, yeah, Shanks definitely has it. When he and, looked over at the, at the Sea King. And, and Rally has it, we know. And exactly. I th and I think Zoro has it, because I forget which episode, but it's right before, um, in the anime, right before they go to the um, the auction house, Zoro is staring at some of the bounty hunters, and you, it, it looks like a hockey moment or something's going on there. So I would not I be surprised if you I think that's more just Zoro's really intimidating. That, it could be that, too. But you can't have just, you can't have intimidating and hockey. Come on, Oda. Don't confuse us so much. Don't confuse us so much. That's another thing that's really confusing about One Piece is you never, you can't really gauge people's strengths by the slapstick moments because in the slapstick moments, Nami can knock the crap out of Zoro and Luffy. That's true. That's true. No, I think Nami's actually stronger. She could never do that. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, when when like Luffy and Zoro and Sanji are all bruised or something after Nami beats them up. Yeah, I don't think that could really happen. You're right. But go on, I'm, I'm interrupting and going off point again. <laughs> yes, 
guess very much so. <laughs> so Luffy ends up being just fine because he saves them and they realize his character and realize that he wasn't lying and isn't bad. So he asks, she gives him one last final test to test his heart. And of course, Luffy picks the save my friends over helping me. It was interesting. He's, he's still smiling during the whole thing, too. And he's like, oh, of course. He doesn't even think. It's, and you wonder, is it is it because he's not thinking or is it because he's just that pure hearted? It, I, well, he, in the cross epic, he was riding the Nimbus Cloud. So I think we know the answer to that. Yes, this is true. <laughs> but go Let's on. Let's not weigh too much on, on the... On the, uh, on the crossover. That's true. It's like, what is it, like 20 pages? Wasn't it just one chapter? Something like that. Yeah. But, but go on, I'm interrupting you. Yes. <laughs> You're interrupting a lot. <laughs> Give me my soapbox. Fine, here it is. Yeah. Oh, right, God. Sit on. Okay. Okay. Right. So, now, <laughs> we get a complete... 180 in the attitude of Boa Hancock, who originally thought Luffy was just scum, and now she's starting to warm up to him. So to speak. And even fall in love with him. Oh, wow. No one expected <laughs> I, I that. Fall in love with him. Someone attracted to Luffy? Yeah, that doesn't. What? Yeah, that, that is the odd. First time. It isn't Not the first time? time? Not the first time? Really? No, Alvina fell in love with him. Kind right. of, yeah. Well, Not in the same okay. way. Sort of, kind of. Kind of, I guess. Well, I think we know who's winning the fight there. Oh, yes, quite. <laughs> I, I, uh, before it happened, I still totally called it. <laughs> you did? I, I, I had no idea. I, I still, because I, I knew. I thought, I, I thought it was a mother thing or a sister or relative thing. I was hoping at least. Yeah. So she falls madly in love with him mostly because of his character and his charm Aww. and because he had the bravery to take down one of the celestial dragons. Well, she was in love with him before that, I feel like. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> she she at first she just couldn't stand how impudent he was. Which he is, let's be honest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she she was so above him that she would be looking up <laughs> well she does that to like everyone it's, it's not true. just him now my favorite part of this arc I think is when um, the older the the older priestess is reading the newspaper pretty much to Luffy and he's just like what? the entire time with every little thing uh, I, I mean it, mostly what? Wait, Ace has been captured? Ace is my brother. Wait, she's a Shishibukai? That's impossible. Uh, all that, all of that. I think like 50 other what's happened in that. That was Luffy's moment of information overload. There was a war with Whitebeard coming? Blah, blah, blah. The fact that he even knows who Whitebeard is is astonishing. Well, Ace told him. He wouldn't if no, Ace didn't tell true. him. That is true. Yeah. He'll listen to Ace. And only Ace. I mean, that is why he's going to save him. I must save Ace. This is all I, I know must to save do. Ace. But what was that? I the part that confused me was is, is Boa Hancock actually supposed to die, or was that a figure of speech? 
Because when I read it the first time, I'm like, shit, they're killing her off already. But huh? that was that was all figurative, right? Because of the fatal disease, I'm assuming they're referring to love. Yeah, the the love love is the fatal disease. Just kind of playing it up. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because when I started reading that chapter the first time, I was very confused. That's why it takes rereads sometimes. But uh, okay. if you read the chapter is five twenty two for those who are following along. I mean, it starts with him being just attacked by women, which I'm. He doesn't care about, but Sanji would just kill for. And then he's eating this giant piece of meat, and there's a the first what is for the Shishibukai, then there's a big what for um, the uh, her in danger of losing the title and the whole Kuja pirates thing, and then the Shishibukai and Marine headquarters, and then the public execution of of Ace, and then the fact that Ace is his brother. No, I think it goes on and on. I don't want to speak all day about this. <laughs> but we also get a very cool map of exactly the situation of... Uh, maybe I'll put it up on the feed if I can, but if not, don't complain about it. Um, showing where Amazon Lily is compared to Impel Down, compared to the Archipelago, compared to Mar- Marineford, where we're heading right now, I assume, and Aeneas so, Lobby. Looks like Luffy kind of traveled the least far. Yeah. Well... I guess. We don't really know exactly where everyone is. They probably is. actually all traveled the same amount of distance in different ways. In like a circumference. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, Nami's in the sky, so... Mm-hmm. We do get to I see where everyone more is. more about those stories. I know. They're only giving us two pages a week. It's And, and this week we had a cover spread, which was cool, but I want to know what's next. Who's next? I can't wait until Thursday. That's ridiculous. I mean, technically, it's Monday now. We have been recording this through midnight. We started We started recording this on Sunday. That's what's important. <laughs> and we're also an over an hour into this, which is fantastic. Um, any other thoughts on Amazon Lily? How do you think it racked up in the saga so far? You know, it was a cute little saga. Yeah. There's not a whole lot to it. Yeah. I there there have been far better or arc, far I'm more sorry. interesting, far more worthwhile stories in One Piece. But it was kind of refreshing because it was mostly comedic, but it also had one thing I really want to point out is this is pretty much the first time when Luffy was by himself. Yes, that's true. I think that Which creates an interesting dynamic because without the others to play off of, Luffy's not quite as interesting of a character, but he still is. I I kind of disagree. I think Luffy is has been in, in Impel Down and Amazon Lily. I think he's been a very interesting character alone. I mean, I've I'm still. I mean, he gets into, he's been getting into very desperate situations. So I mean, it's hard to say, but he hasn't really been alone most of this time. He's got an alliances. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that this was a really nice and short arc because we haven't gotten too many short arcs. I mean. This saga has been great because we've gotten back to those short stories within a larger scope. Because in CP9, like, Thriller Bark was all one arc. I don't know if that's considered a saga or not, but I've been considering it a saga since we get a new crew member. Um, it's a saga. Yeah. And you have the whole ending thing, and there's that whole Bink Saki thing. Um, and in CP9, we only had three arcs, and most of them were insanely long. And before that, even, and we had Skypea. Oh, Skypea. That was painful. <laughs> it was Namek. Yeah. It was Namek. It was Namek. Thriller Bark, I've, 
Well, marathoning Thriller Bark is a little yeah. less painful. I thought uh, Alabasta was a little more like nap, like Namek. <laughs> yeah, because of the time. Because it's because there was like the bomb is going off in five minutes. Ten episodes later, the bomb <laughs> is going up off in one minute. This is true. Four <laughs> minutes have passed in the last ten episodes. It's yeah, not quite it's as bad. Going through the desert. <laughs> I think we should talk oh, yeah. a little bit but, more about uh, yeah. Noah Hancock. I, yeah. I know it, it's kind of a stupid character trait, but I thought it was really amusing that she'd like do horrible things and she'd say, "But people will always forgive me <laughs> because I'm beautiful." Like like kicking baby seals and puppies. What the heck? Kicking a baby seal? <laughs> How do you get away with that, Oda? You're crazy. <laughs> Oda Pita called. <laughs> they called about the Barack Obama thing. I'm gonna assume they should be calling about this. I guess it's a little less high, high. Uh, it's a little less noticeable. Oh, um, real life president versus fictional character. It's One Piece should be on the same level. <laughs> I'm I'm joking. I'm really joking. I hope you realize. <laughs> God, you can't tell my joking voice. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I haven't heard you talk too often. Anyway, no, that's. That's true. Um, well, we'll do more, hopefully, because we hope Sketch could join us more every week. Um, we're going to add him to the website and everything. Um, anyway, um, anything else with Amazon Lily? Or is that it? Do you want to head right into the review of Unlimited Adventure? Um. <laughs> what an indecisive lead-in. What an indecisive lead-in. <laughs> I think we could talk a little bit more about about Luffy in this story arc because okay. again, it's it's you know you don't see him by himself very often, and even though he's with other people, especially once he gets to Impel Down, right? And he's just with a different group of people. But Luffy's an interesting character when left to his own devices. <laughs> that, that's a word for it. Wonder if this is kind of what he did before he met Zoro and Nami. It's a good point. <laughs> kind of. Just kind of, oh, look, food. I'll eat it. Okay, now I'm going to go somewhere. <laughs> That's why I want to see that prequel. I would so watch that or read that. It doesn't even have to be animated. You're very amusing. Just see Garp yelling at Ace and Luffy. And then Ace sets stuff on fire. Oh, and, uh... Yes? Darn, darn Oda sneaking things hit there with, uh... How do you, how do you say it? Vivre card? The you call it yeah life card I guess is technically life what card. it would I, that's what I would call it because I assume that's what Vivre means. He got that back when we didn't have any idea what this paper meant when he gave it. Yeah, uh, with Ace. Ace, and obviously that has significance now. And I guess we didn't really know about this until uh, until why can't I remember his name? You could uh, remember on, it. On Rogers crew. Rally? No, we knew before in Thriller Bark. See, you should have read Thriller Bark. I should have read Thriller Bark. It was at the very end. Because you know at the end of every saga, they, they like, implore you about it. They, they tell everything for some reason. They just won't tell it during. So, at the end, they were, um, I forgot her name, but, uh, the really ugly, Lola, was talking about, um, the Vive card and exactly what it does. And she gave one for her mother. So, I assume that's coming back at one point. Um... And I assume she's not going to be good-looking. But <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Um, 
But yeah, she explains. That's what I get for having even a small gap. Yeah, you could just read like the last couple chapters of Thriller Bark. I'll I mean, read all the Thriller Bark. I've, I've read parts. Of it. Okay, when you read it all, we'll talk about it, and we'll talk, we'll go over what you think. Um, it's a weird arc, I guess, or saga, or whatever you want to call it. Um, yes, yes, it is. It's both. It is both an arc and a saga. Um. Anyway, yeah, no, but it's the the whole. I like how he throws in stuff like that with the tattoo and with the with the V Ray card. It's and the, the armband. Oh yeah, that's true. The armband that seemingly had no significance and just showed <laughs> up one time. Do you, I don't know. In the in the manga, do they point out when he gets that? Yeah, they, that was in Thriller Bark. It was one of the treasure things, and we see. I was just watching recently. Captain Buggy is talking about how he's looking for that specific treasure. I thought he had way it in back. Skypea. Yeah, before Skypea. I think it was. I think it was while. Uh, remember when that monkey was floating in the water? I forget. I forget everyone's name. There's just so many freaking characters. When he's floating in the water, they kind of pan to Buggy on this Skull Island, doing like doing a coal things if if you ever watch owned piece which is fantastic they do they have a little they have a little sketch with that um but yeah so he's he's in he's mining and he's talking about how he's looking for that treasure i forgot captain john i forgot what i think that's the, the treasure and he's talking about it all the way back then and they have him still looking for it and it just happens that luffy is wearing a bracelet he randomly picked out and picked up in thriller bark i think that is hilarious um, yeah. He plans things ahead of time. He does, and that is why he is better than Tite Kubo. Kubo Tite, one of those. And you know he's just thinking things, and he he makes the series like unlike Oda. Yeah, Oda Oda knows what he's doing. Anyway, um, anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> Okay, then we're going to go into the review, which I'm going to leave mostly to sketch since I'm probably going to complain more about it more. And we'll go into the <laughs> review of Unlimited Adventure. It's time to talk about Unlimited Adventure with Sketch. Um, so what did you think of the game? You know, I was really quite happy with it. I thought it was a pretty fun game. It's kind of like The Legend of Zelda with the little Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> and the flashback scenes really reminded me of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 played, I played a lot of the game, but I haven't gotten very far. I'm not a huge video game person. But I just keep getting frustrated because I can't get past certain sections. But um, I should probably yeah, you ask you to help me. Always need something new to get past every section. Yeah. Which is one of the cool things about the game is that you build all of your stuff. Yeah, which that's can also true. Be incredibly frustrating because you have to, you know, collect all this extra stuff. Like spider webs and stuff. Spider web. <laughs> spider yeah. webs. Yeah, that's real useful. For nets, obviously, so Usopp could make the net. The first time I, I read uh, about catching, I caught a lizard, <laughs> and then I read I read something, and I was like, wait, I can use it to make a bet. I need to use this lizard 
To make a bag? This poor lizard! This poor virtual lizard. No! And then later, later I got even... Because I like reptiles and amphibians, but I like frogs a lot more than lizards. I like turtles best. But I like when turtles I got too. Using the, the toads, it's like, okay, so I need to catch the toads to make cooking oil. What? You, you squeeze the frogs and make cooking oil. That's disgusting. <laughs> Those poor, poor toads. Frogs. <laughs> I, and, the, and, the, and the one that my, uh, my friend Rolvis just really, really drove this home because he knew I didn't like it. So he would, like, purposefully max out the frog legs. So he would catch frogs, and then he would catch the two toads that make the cooking oil. And then he would make the frog legs with Sanji. It's like, you jerk! <laughs> you, you know, to actually progress in the game, you do basically have to eat as many things and drink as many things as possible. I've noticed that. So I got that. over it eventually, but it, at first it was like, this is just so inhumane. <laughs> I feel like PETA. I am not crazy. What I did like a lot about the game was the fighting, though. The fighting is great. Yeah. You know, for, uh, for kind of a walk-around RPG that plays a lot like Zelda or Kingdom Hearts, it had really in- intuitive fighting. And I liked that... What, what system... You, you played it on the Wii, right? Yeah, it, it's only on the Wii. Yeah, it's and great on the... You it's, can do it's some cool. moves with motion. Yeah. Grant, not really amazing motion, but it was still kind of cool. Well, you do the little upward motion with Gatling Gun, and you get to do all those cool techniques, like with Luffy and Sanji and Zoro and everyone. Shake. <laughs> Shake it to make them do stuff. The thing that I hated, though, was dashing. Dashing was always yeah, such a pain. Yeah, I agree. Ugh, trying to do dashing moves. It was a pain in the butt. Especially trying yeah. to level them up. It was such a pain. Yeah. I didn't get that far with the leveling up. Well, a little bit. But I, I, did you get up to, like, you did gear second and everything? Um, yeah. Because that sounds awesome. I don't think they called it that. What did they call it? I don't remember. <laughs> um, I mean, over. would you suggest people buy the game besides that it would help One Piece, I guess? Well, you know, you're going to find it in the bargain bin at this point. Yeah. And the surprising thing about this game, even though it's a licensed game, it's pretty good. And it's like 60 hours of gameplay. Yeah, that's it, it will take all of your time for a while. If, it, if you have lots of free time. Indulging. If you have enough when time I, to listen to this extremely long podcast today, you could probably play the game. <laughs> when I was playing it with friends, because we would trade off and go through the adventure together and try to figure out the puzzles together, because that's more amusing to me than just playing by myself. Right. We would play, we played like all through the night one time. And in the morning, I was still playing. And I didn't really feel tired. I just felt weird. <laughs> Fantastic. Like, huh, I have this weird sensation. But I'm enjoying this so much that I'm not going to stop. Great. So it's a fun little game. <laughs> it's, it's easily the best One Piece game we've gotten here. Well, that's not really saying much. All right, we'll talk. Have you you've played a lot of other One Piece games? Uh, I've played all the ones that have come out here. Okay, we'll talk about those all on different podcasts, definitely. I want to, because we haven't even touched those, and I'm sure Ed would be interested in those, too. Um, yeah, so you definitely, you like the game a lot? I like the game. It, I don't have too many games for my Wii, and uh, Me I, neither. I usually like all the games that I own. So, yeah, I highly recommend it to any One Piece fan and any fan of adventure RPGs. 
because it's got a pretty good leveling system that doesn't get too mundane, even though the the grind is about the same, but since it's not uh, pick your move and attack, instead it's, it's all in real time, so that makes the grind a little bit more interesting, in my opinion, because you can find new ways to hit people. That's right. always fun. Yeah. Um... Yeah, as long as you're okay with playing for a while and hitting some road bumps, and if it's you have very very frustrating, and some of the yeah. bosses are ridiculous. They're good. They're cool though. Yeah, they are cool. Yeah, um, as long as you're okay with uh, you know going with a walkthrough through the game, I feel like you kind of need at times. It's extremely complicated. I suppose you talk about the fighting game aspect because yeah. there is a player fighting game, and it's not a really great fighting game, but it's a little bit of amusement. You can unlock every character that you can play as. I played with one of my friends who I just had gotten into One Piece, and he was loving it. I mean, I, I, it's cool. I mean, it, it's it's as addicting as any fighting game if you're playing, like, a versus mode. And it's interesting because you kind of have to pick a strategy because yeah. each character has a power level. Which is smart. You can't, you're not like a, a lowly marine versus Luffy. And that's yeah, you it. Can, when you fight... <laughs> against Luffy, you have, like, five Marines <laughs> that you can go up against him. And, you know, a cunning strategist can beat a tougher character that way. Yeah. I was I was noticing that. Like, Usopp is sometimes good at certain points, you know, like, using the weaker characters at certain moments. You know how I beat Monster Chopper? With regular Chopper doing the... <laughs> just rushing the thing. Because all the other moves weren't fast enough to do anything. Cool. It took forever to beat him, but it worked. That's awesome. I, oh, I guess. Usopp was awesome because of all the uh, the shells that you could use different powers with. Very useful in boss fights. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I hope I get to eventually unlock the entire game and see all those characters. Unfortunately, I have not yet done that. The final boss is quite insane. It looks like a Digimon. I think that's what they're going for. No, then speaking of Digimon, that stupid little thing throughout the entire game. Yeah. I don't know what the hell that is. It's on Unlimited Cruise, too, I think. Or there's some no. weird little thing. Oh, no. I still want that game, though. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could. Oh, me too. I mean, Kizaru is in that. That is crazy. But you could be Book. That's true, Book, too. Hey, Book. Go, Book. <laughs> Yeah, uh, completely useless skeleton man. <laughs> oh, he's awesome. And he has his crappy jokes that he continuously repeats because he's only bones. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, if you see that game at the bargain bin, don't hesitate to pick it up. I think you'll enjoy it. And you know, if you don't, well, you bought it at the bargain bin and you could always take it back. <laughs> <laughs> or you just wasted a couple dollars. I think I only paid no, like didn't. 15 bucks or 20 bucks. In I, fact, uh, I got it when it came out. Kikuchi was uh, asking me about this game, and I said, oh yeah, if you saw it at the bargain bin, go ahead, pick it up. So he picked it up, and he seems to be having fun with it. Cool. Um, since I think we're around an hour and a half through this almost, um, I think we should round things up. Sound good with everyone? Sounds good. Okay. Good. Sounds good. In a world where a corrupt government reigns over an entire planet, there stands hope in a band of pirates. We are the ones that cover their adventures. Join the unofficial One Piece podcast every Sunday night as we recount their journey from the beginning and bring you up to date on their latest encounters. 
on Skype at One Piece Podcast, by email at onepiecepodcast at gmail.com, on YouTube and on iTunes. Join us each week as we break the series down for you and let you weigh in on everything One Piece. We are Maji. I also wanted to thank Sketch a lot for helping us out and as part of helping him out, I want I want to uh, promote his uh, One Piece Abridged series, which I'm sure everyone will love if they watch it. Um, tell us about it. Ah, uh, yes. Well, One Piece, more better abridged, and we don't take that title too seriously, really. We're not saying we're better than them. No, 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 no. I get in trouble for saying that. <laughs> people, people rant at me. I don't like it. Go on. There's actually plenty One Piece of Bridge series that I'd like to talk about at other times. But ours is uh, this one that I do with my friends locally, with Quick Snap and Rolbus and Harna, are all local friends of mine. And I write it, mostly write it, and then they help me out with various things. Lately, Rolbus and I have been writing it more together, which makes a better product because I'm not the best writer. <laughs> Ah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I I voice Luffy and it's Sanji, like the four kids dub, because <laughs> okay. I find music. Yes, it does. And then some other characters that haven't come along yet. Actually, at this moment, I think Rolvis has the most characters, <laughs> which is fine because he's the editor, and that seems fair. <laughs> exactly. And he's he's more into it for the voice acting aspect than I am. I'm just into it to do it. Be silly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be silly, make make something funny about One Piece. Make yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I really love One Piece, and I thought, well, shoot, One Piece should have an abridged series. Abridged series, and Dragon Ball Z is know, a very amusing one, so it's it's good that One oh, Piece. Oh yeah, does. but who who can compare to that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you you should be nice to yourself. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not quite into self deprecation, but uh. I'm trying to uh, stay humble. Okay. You should be saying you're a million times better. No, but we know a lot. Of, we know a lot of the people from the Abridged series because they're on Toon Zone a lot. I know. Uh-huh. Um, but um, where can we find your Abridged series, the One Piece you More Better? You can find our One Piece More Better Abridged at youtube.com backslash Bonami. That's F A U X N A M I. And people often mistake that for Fox Nami, and while Nami is a fox, as the joke goes, <laughs> that is not the name. It's, we will, it's derived from what people used to call Jetix. We'll have like, a link oh, on the bottom. Like Nami, it's Bonami. <laughs> and now that Nami doesn't exist, shed a tear. Yes, I am actually shedding yeah. a tear. Yeah. It's depressing. Uh, it, it, it still has plenty of significance. At least for me. Yeah, me too. I, I can't speak for the rest of my crew. <laughs> no, it, it definitely does. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh... And we started in the Foxy arc, as opposed to the beginning. <laughs> but, uh, we'll, we'll cover some earlier material some way, somehow, sure enough. Right now, I've been working on episode four. We've got various lines recorded. And I'm taking a crack at editing it this time, because Rolvis needs a break. And I don't want it to be six months before we get to episode four. <laughs> True. A bridge series tends to go slowly sometimes. But they it comes to, to the territory. When group projects. Yeah, that's true. It makes but sense. I, I they come out better, though. Yeah. It's, it's funner that way. Yeah, it is. It just, 
know, making silly voices into your microphone and waiting to see if people will watch it. <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't usually end up that great. Um, well, th thanks so much for uh, helping out. I hope everyone visits that site. There will be a link at the bottom if you have the AAC feed on iTunes, so you can go right to foxnami.com. <laughs> oh, Nami. No, Nami. YouTube.com. I was just making <laughs> like fun of it. Like what you just made. I know, I was just making a joke. <laughs> but Nami is foxy. You don't understand. She is. You're, yeah. Your Namis aren't real? <laughs> They're, yeah, oh. They're very okay. fake, just like the breasts, I guess. Anyway. Tattoo Nami. <laughs> just, just, uh, just imagine when, uh, when Sanji's fighting Mr. Two. Well, you're not Nami, you're a faux Nami. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> you should make that joke. It's it's stupid enough that yeah. it's hilarious. My um, jokes are stupid. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> They're better than four kids. They're better than four kids. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes they aren't. <laughs> I. That's impossible. That is not possible. You're at right. least, at, at least, least I don't talk about it. You're you're not destroying a series. Yeah. Well, it's make go poopy. <laughs> your writing can't be worse than as three you desert doo doo. Okay, okay. Um, hopefully you can have a promo for us next week and we'll play, or whenever, you know, whenever you want, and we'll play it with a bunch of other promos, probably. We'll have commercials, so people could listen or skip over them. Okay, um, with that, let's go into the ending. Okay, everyone, that is the One Piece podcast for June 21st and June 22nd, 2009. I just want to remind everyone you could go to onepiecepodcast at gmail.com to email us. You could go to One Piece Podcast, no spaces, at Skype if you want to contact us. And we're now on AIM at One Piece Podcast, also with no spaces. Um, everything's on our website. I also want to urge everyone to check out our new forums that Funkatron helped set up at forums.onepiecepodcast.com and our website is always at onepiecepodcast.com I want to thank um, I want to thank Ishtar and Funkatron for joining us again. Thanks Ishtar. No problem. Great. And thanks Funkatron. Thank you for having me. And I also want to thank our special uh, contributor and hopefully I'll be back in the future sketch. Um, okay, um, so with that, we covered a lot, and hopefully we, we will be doing this much every week, and we'll be talking about, um, the filler next week, and also about chapter 548. So join us next Sunday, that's the next time we're on, and Ed will be back, he's in Chicago right now. Um, but until next time, thanks everyone, and goodbye.
my fleshy exit. <laughs>